Blog Talk Radio. You go to foreign places, far off places, 
and no, these people are not in in a costume there to entertain you or to show. It's a there's different cultures and different things going on, and and different. Uh, it, it's it's a different experience, and um, and this this film really illustrates that. But I got to tell you, Matilda, I don't know if you knew this or not. My day job. Not only do I do a podcast. My day and the little online radio show here. Uh, my day job is I'm a painter by trade. Been doing that for about twenty oh, wow. years now. Yeah, I uh, I normally that's you know, amazing. Also, and, yeah. Do you do you, are you yeah, an oil painter, me, water? Oh, wonderful. Oh, everything. I I I've done it all. I've done it all. Mm-hmm. You know. Sometimes I'll even get weird and get out the gouache. You know. Um, people are like, "What the heck is <laughs> that? What is that?" Like, well, I know Florida um, is a but, vibrant place. You know, Florida's tropical like Bangladesh, where the movie's set. It's actually set in Bangladesh, which is the country next to India. Right. And it's, uh, but it's no, similar to India, but it's very colorful, tropical. You have all these bright, vibrant primary colors. And, you know, as you know, the, the main character in the movie is also a painter. And so you probably really enjoyed all right. those vibrant colors in the film. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things, you know, is what that's what's great about this story is, and I was telling this story the, uh, the other day, I was telling, talking about it uh, to some uh, friends of ours, uh, these two girls who watch our house when me and my wife go out of town, um, they're, they're the only ones our dog likes. Uh, no, it's not true. One of the very minute few that our dog can get along with. Um, but anyway, I was telling them, uh, you know, I, and I don't think I'm telling any tales out of school that isn't in the, uh, the, the trailer and whatnot. I don't want to give anything away. I want people to watch this. Such a great film. This this is one of those, you know, 9.8 out of 10 films, in my opinion, you know, mm-hmm. um, if not a 10 out of 10. It's, it's re- and not just because there's a painter in it, but um, this girl's father uh, falls ill and she needs to make money. Got to, you know, you got to make money. But there's some problems with that uh, in Bangladesh and, um, she uh, goes in disguise and becomes a, a rickshaw. Um, I don't know what you would call uh, because they don't pull rickshaws. It's like San Diego; they have bikes, you know. That that mm-hmm. pulls the rickshaw. It's a lot of work, man. You gotta. <laughs> if you've ever yeah. carried groceries on a bicycle, imagine that times a hundred. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you got the rickshaw. Mm-hmm. You got the person in it. A lot of weight, um, especially if it's somebody like me. Anyhow. Um, but she's also a painter and it's just great. And, and the colors in this film, like you said, from the sets to the paintings, to, to the rickshaws, to the people, uh, to the story, it is, uh, it, and it's kind of a tough story. You know, if you, from an American perspective, it's tough because not that we don't have poverty here, but I, I, we do have the classism here, uh, <laughs> people like here in the South, man. <laughs> yes, yes, it does exist. I, I admit that, but maybe not as uh, with as sharp corners as um, in Bangladesh. You know, um, it mm-hmm. is. Uh, mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's an amazing coming of age story. Um, now you do this for a living. You write stories for a living, um, and we have links up. We have links, folks. We have links to Metallic, uh Perkins dot com as her her main website or Twitter. Um, and also we have all the links for the, uh, the, the movie as well. Um, do you just like roll out of bed in the morning, Matelli, and say, that's it. I got an idea for a story. Or do you have 
<laughs> reams and reams of paper with ideas. And it's like, when do I have the time to write all these? Let me pick this one. Um, what's the process uh-huh. like? Oh, it's interesting. For me, it always starts with a character. I I really, they, they leap to life in my imagination. And then I, second comes place. So first comes people, then comes a place. I really love a rich sense of place with, as we talked about, the colors and the smells and the tastes and the um, sights and sounds. And then last of all, for me, the hardest part is the plot. But, uh, but it comes, you know, mm. what changes in that character's life and what's, uh, what's the what's obstacles she facing? And so for me, Naima, the main character in Rickshaw Girl, came first, and she was a, a one of two daughters in a family that uh, in a culture where daughters really aren't prized as much because they can't make money outside of the home. And now I was a third daughter. Mm. I was born a third daughter. When I was born, everybody cried because they were like, "Oh, no sons." So I start there with a character that's somewhat similar to me, but I did not. My dad was an engineer. Not a rickshaw puller, but um, mm. but then what? You know, I imagined that place. I did live in Bangladesh for three years, and then um, then I go on to what changes. Well, in the story, she crashes her dad's rickshaw, which is their main livelihood, and so then from there, what? How can she fix it? How can she make that mistake right? Now in the movie, they took it a lot in a different direction. I I didn't. I was so amazed to see how beautifully deep and rich they made the storyline. She's older. And she's trying to help her family. It's the same feisty spirit, but she goes to the big city and she tries to figure out how to make money there. So it's a very exciting coming-of-age adventure that they turned my story into. It's, I'm very thrilled to. I was very thrilled to see it on screen. And now, folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS. 
That's R-O-X-X for 10% off your first order. Remember, T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books, uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, The Quotable Edison, Quotable Henry Ford, uh, Quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course, The Quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool. Um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes and Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. No, oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Third daughter. Third daughter. She's making movies. <laughs> Got books to yeah, go exactly. out. You know? <laughs> Let me ask you on a yeah. personal level, and you don't have to answer uh-huh. me if this is too personal. I, I really, um, but I'm curious. Um, being, and I, I mean, we kind of joke a little bit about this and everything. Um, half joke about it. Um, is that a little bit of the, because you're very prolific, and um, you're very good at what you do, and you know you're successful. Um, <clears throat> is that a little bit of the driving force in Matilly? The author, uh, the driving. Oh, the idea is to kind of prove myself as a third daughter. Is that what you're asking? Is that the driving force? Yes. Is that, is that the question? Interesting question, the, Jamie. The, I like that question. I think maybe it would have been more if I didn't have a father who, from the moment I was born. When everybody cried, my father said, nope, no, no, a daughter is just as good as a son, and this girl is going to be a blessing ah. to the whole family. So I always had a father who championed me, who invested in my education, all three of us, really. He was so proud to have three daughters. And in the book, I was able to write that line that my dad always said, um, a, a daughter is as good as a son. So I think if I hadn't had a dad like that, who was so grateful for his daughters and so um, delighted with us, it might have been. You know, I got to prove myself, but because he just was such a support and so, such a uh, you know, always gave me his blessing. I didn't have to counter that as much. I just could just be myself, and nice. myself means I like to tell stories. Yeah. Mhm. Nice. Well, three cheers for your yeah. father. Three cheers for dad. Yeah. You know. Um, he was a great dad. Yeah. He was the best. You know, and I'm I'm sure so. He's as I'm picking up on the uh, the subtext there. Uh, wherever he is, he's very proud still, I'm sure. Um, you know. Yeah, thank you for uh, that. I think so. Rickshaw Girl was yeah. a favorite of all my books, so I'm 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 sure from heaven he's watching and enjoying all the the, the hoopla and all the excitement around the movie. There in the movie, they kept that theme of a father's blessing for a, a daughter who wants to be an artist. Nice. You know, in countries where where it's hard to make a living, and your child comes to you and says, "I'm going to be an artist," oh, and my yeah. parents. They immigrated here, you know. They they sacrificed a lot, and so right. for them to be supportive of this is a full time career. I don't know. You maybe you have that support as a painter from your family, but 
But, no, uh, but in, no. In, <laughs> well, <laughs> kind of, but not really. No. Yeah, my my father was artist, also an engineer, yeah. Matilli. Um, okay, all right. So, so what happened when you told him? When you told him you were going to be a full time oh, teacher, what was his reaction? Well, you know, I, I grew up in uh, Metro Detroit. He worked for all uh-huh. three of, at some time or another, the big three automotive companies. And so when I told oh, him, wow. he's like, "Well, we need to get you into to, to design." So you can start, you know, drawing cars and designing oh, cars. Oh, <laughs> and, oh that's kind know. of sweet that he, he tried to integrate the two, your vocation and his vocation. Oh, he tried yeah. To bring them together. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. It's kind of funny. Well, I've I know. I, story at parties and stuff since, but, yeah, he, but, um, but you know, I he said that think, to me. I mean, he definitely, but he saw that you were an artist. Like, he didn't deny the fact that you were well, put on this earth to paint or to design. Absolutely. And of course, I bucked mm. against that. I was like, absolutely not. I'm going to be the next Picasso. <laughs> We're going to do this. You know, when you're a kid, that's what yeah. you, you know, and especially a boy, you, you know, I was definitely the rebel in our family. But, um, you know, it's funny, years have passed, decades have passed. He's mm-hmm. he's hanging out with your father somewhere, you know, nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, like think. Isn't that, isn't and, that nice um, to imagine them together? Yeah, it's nice to imagine them listening to us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Talking about math, I can see it. Um, but um, <laughs> no, but to this day, one of my big clients is a, uh, a well-to-do fella in uh, the Pacific Northwest, and his hobby is he collects vintage race cars. He's got like oh. a ton of them, um, you know, 50 or something of them. And one of the things I've been doing over the past five years or so has been he's hired me to paint all of his cars. Um, so his cars are a big giant <laughs> building and he has a portrait of each car because he's very into some of these cars. There's only three or four of them in the entire world, you know? And um, oh, wow. so my father is laughing Beautiful. at me from somewhere to this yes, day. Yes, he is. Because what happened in he's the that... end? I'm painting cars. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> <You know? laughs> Dad's hard. dreams always come it. true. Dad's dreams come true. That's right. That's right. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm glad that's a happy you. ending to that story. Thanks for sharing that. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I have several friends that are trying to be where Matilda is. Uh, you know, they're, they're trying to do the writing thing. I've got one that's, that's really right. Her new book about to come out. Um, and she's got a publisher and done it that the traditional route. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's been, uh, She's brought contracts. So, Jamie, can you look at this contract? Well, I'm not a lawyer, mm. but I have seen a few entertainment contracts. I might say, um, you know, and we're we're going through all that. So, uh, but, but it's it's hard starting out. Now, you mm-hmm. do this every day, and I'm curious. Somebody that's successful. There, there's another myth in this country, uh, especially entertainment, uh, people in bands or whatever it is. Making you know, it doesn't matter. But they think they've got that the voice mentality. Oh, so just the right person has to hear me, and I'm going to mm. be famous and going to fancy parties and stuff. Mm. And I think mm. a lot of people miss the work part. Every successful person I know works a lot and works hard, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, in your case, is that true as well? Do you write all the time and, and sit down, like, with a schedule or – how is it in Matilly's Perkins' world of, of writing? <laughs> well, um, it is 
thanks to, I have two agents. One is my literary agent who represents all my uh, books mm. and writing, and then I have a booking agent who handles all my speaking gigs. And so together they mm. manage to keep me keep me uh, you know in the full time writing career. They're very excellent at what they do, um, and so I'm really grateful to both my literary agent and my booking agent. So. Uh, I speak a lot. I travel around and I speak. I, I, do, I go to author visits and schools and things. I love talking to kids. Kids are my faves. But I would say that the first part of my career when I didn't have agents and I was getting rejection after rejection after rejection, um, that's when I realized, you know, I how much I wanted to do this and I developed the resilience you need uh, and the risk-taking you need and uh, the ability to take rejection that you need to have a long career because yeah. it's not easy. And and you've heard the thousand fan theory, haven't you, Jamie, that instead of that one famous person overhearing your voice and discovering you, that puts a lot of power in the per you know, that um Simon Cowell's hand, right? Not not to, to right. discover you and make you fan but I, I think there is something to the thousand fan theory, whether it be a musicians or painters or writers, that if you have, you know, a thousand people who will buy your next painting or consider buying it or, uh, you know, download your next song or buy your next novel, that you can actually sustain a career in this. There's that theory of a thousand fans. You could look it up online. But I've kind of built my career around that. I have people who are faithful, loyal supporters of my work and librarians and teachers who teach my books. And so this movie is exciting. You know, yeah, Rickshaw Girl movie, that's an outlier. I, I know it's an outlier. I'm enjoying the ride. I'm I'm taking the limo to the premiere. I'm getting dressed up, wearing high heels. I'm doing. I'm enjoying the ride. But I know it's really not the norm. The norm is just that due diligence of you know serving the planet with your art and doing and being trying to you know right. excellence in your craft, taking joy in your work, doing it every day you can. I love words. You love you know art, and that's where the joy comes from. That's where it keeps us going for that long haul of a career. I know you know that, but I. So I think that thousand fan uh, theory oh, yeah. is kind of what I have. <laughs> Although all my fans are retiring no, now, so I have to, have to generate, generate some new fans around me. Well, <laughs> let's see. The great thing about books, and especially books for young people, is in, in my life, I've always been a book guy um, and a book kid, uh-huh. um, you know, always, yes. my entire life. And I remember certain books being turned on to as a, as a young person, as a kid, you know. Um, yeah. some fantastic. The King with the Six Friends, you know. Um, there, there's mm-hmm. just all kinds of stuff that I remember when I was young. The Silver Sword, uh, all these books. And I, I'm, I don't have children of my own. Um, and, but I've got nieces, nephews. You know, I've got friends with kids. I'm crazy Uncle Jamie to a lot of people. Um, <laughs> and my wife Danny, yeah. crazy Aunt Danny. You know. But one of the things we do is, um, you know, you want to get the complete Narnia uh, set by C.S. Lewis for Christmas. <laughs> you know, that's, that's something yeah. that's going to come from Crazy Uncle Jamie, you know. Things that I enjoyed as a child, I definitely pass on. And I imagine you have fans who you said are, are aging up, and they have children now, or grandchildren yes, yes. even, you know, who knows. And they probably pass on this. You know, hey, I enjoyed this. Well, Check yeah, this book that's out, right. You know? And now, folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages.
listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Rockscare, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. It is very cool. 
Rich That Girl I wrote a long time ago, and it was, you know, didn't it's just now hitting the screen. And so there are the people that read my book, you know, when they were kids, could hand it on to their kids. And I think they are. They're reading it with their kids, which is really fun. Um, and there's something about books for kids that is so powerful because we are we're so shaped by those stories. I, I love the Chronicles of Narnia as well. Grew up reading them, rereading them, and I know those books shape my heart. And um, and I so I really believe what I do is important. It's valuable in shaping kids' hearts and characters and imaginations. And so that also keeps me going is knowing that I'm doing really important work. People, I feel like people who create art for children are really they've shaped the world because that's the next generation. Absolutely. Right, so it's, it's important work. Yeah. It's good work. Absolutely. You know, and it, it's so true. I remember uh, speaking to Narnia. <laughs> I went through a phase as a little kid where I hated Sunday school. I hated it. Did not want to go. Mm. And it, it, I'm not a religious mm. person, even to this day. But my grandmother was like, you know, and I was complaining. I'm just, uh, And... Rather than her say, well, I don't care, you're deaf. Well, she kind of said that in a way. But she gave me the line, the witch in the wardrobe. Mm. And, you know, as an adult, it's very easy to see that's a Christian story. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's Jesus. Right, Aslan. Uh, Aslan. But, but, yeah, but then you can fall in love with Aslan. You know, you can really get to understand exactly. the beauty of Aslan. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful. Oh, your grandma's. That was a good move. Good move, Grandma. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's um, it's just one of those things, and you you you're doing this. You know, I have I'm at that age. I'm an old man now. You know, I, I've I've led a, a long life. You know, and a lot of martinis. Um, and, and I I say that jokingly, but um, no, I, I have. But I'm at that age where I don't have a lot of patience. Um, and hopefully this will change. Uh, because I, I know a lot of people who are a little older than me that do have a lot. They just don't care. <laughs> you know, they're like, yeah, the guy yeah. cut me off. I don't care. You know, right, um, right. I'm, a, I'm still, you know, got my hotheadness uh, about me. Um, but, and you, you know, I can't even watch the news. I, I put the news. I'm like, well, the world's just, you know, ah, I can't handle it. You know, they're idiots. I, I scream at the news like somebody watching football. You know, it's crazy. Mm, um, yeah. I come across in my travel someone like yourself and like what you just said. And I'm like, yeah, maybe there's some hope. <laughs> maybe there's yes. hope. <laughs> you know? Yes, absolutely and there's hope. Jamie, you need to reread the Chronicles of Narnia. I can tell that this year you got to go get those, out, get those out and reread them. There is hope. There's always hope. And I think the focus on children is so important because they still – want to love and they want to give and they want to, to overturn injustice and and that's our job right is to to help them have the tools to do that kids are sense i know you get to your nephews and nieces and the more time i spend with kids the more hopeful i get absolutely absolutely my wife just sent me she's i i don't i don't watch tiktoks or this or that and um mm-hmm. she does though you know she's a little younger yeah. than me and she sent me this, this, she's always sending me these funny TikToks. And she goes, here's a TikTok for you. And she sent it to me the other day. And it was some little boy who's being interviewed by some, some person. And uh, they, they said, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he's like, I want to be a doctor. And the, the lady interviewed, or, you know, asking him this question with the mic and everything, she's like, well, how much do you want to make? And he thought for just, just a beat. And he says, well, I want to make people feel better. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's, there it is, there. right there. 
in a nutshell, yeah. No, that that's great. Well, no, that's good. And it's good to get that child vision of know. what we do. That you know, we're just trying to make the world better. That's what we're trying to do. Absolutely. One of the great things yeah. about the movie Rickshaw Girl, I want to mention, um, it's on all the traditional big time Amazon, Apple TV, all of that voodoo. Um, but it's also, and I don't know if you're aware of this, but um, I have uh, a canopy. One of the things I stream it yeah. through the National yeah. Library System, folks. It's also on canopy. Did, did you know this? Yes. Um, pretty awesome. I know. I'm so glad. I know. I'm glad about that because I love libraries and it's on Hoopla as well, and that makes me really happy because I love. I've been a long time library addict, so. Makes me happy to think people can get the movie at the library. They can find out on rickshawgirlmovie.com which streaming platforms have it and how to get access to it. But I, I think your listeners will really enjoy that. It's a hopeful movie, and it's in that it shows how you can triumph over a lot of adversity and um, even even hardship and sadness. That there's this great mystery of art and how creating art really helps helps us uh, through those times of adversity. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what saves us, man. That's what saves us. Um, <laughs> real quick, Matelli, before you wrap things up, you know, it's so true. I was at a party a couple, this was a couple of years ago after a certain election here in the States, and um, everybody got together for election night, you know, and let's have a cocktail party, one of those types of deals. And, um, you know, we were all kind of surprised at the results of this. And I remember this woman that I did not know, um, leaning over to me and whispering in my ear, and she goes, well, your life just got harder. And I looked at her and said, what do you mean? She goes, you're an artist. <laughs> you have to mm. get us through this. You got to get mm. to work, buddy. <laughs> I'm yeah. Like, oh, she's right. <laughs> she's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, we all do what we do in our own way for, you know, and, and it's that's great. And you're doing it so well. Novels books and, and literature, literature and, and, and now into movies. How cool is that? That's the dream. Yes. Oh, silly, that's is. fantastic. Now, that's, I well, want everybody to watch this. This movie, like I said, is fantastic. And now, because in speaking to you, I know that there's a couple differences in the book um, and the movie. And now that I've seen the movie, I want to read the book. Um, best way to do that is to uh, go to your website or just get it wherever you get books at. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Just Rickshaw Girl is the name of the book, and Rickshaw Girl is the name of the movie. And your your uh, listeners can find me online, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Let me know what you thought, if, what the differences were, which one you like better. I don't, I don't get my feelings hurt. I've been around too long. If you for you to you could just tell me. Tell me the truth. Come find me online. Let me know what you thought of the book and the movie, and I'm so happy to, to um, continue the conversation. Absolutely. Well, I want to thank you. I know you've got a million of these to do and a lot of press going on right now. It's another yeah. cool thing. Um, thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy schedule to, you know, talk to me for a little bit. That's, you're, the, I don't yeah, know if anybody's told you this yet me, today, Matilly. You're cool turned up to 10. You know, you were cool. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. I, I like to think of our dads laughing together up there in engineer heaven. That'll be um, great. I'll leave you. I'll leave your listeners with that thought. <laughs> that's a good absolutely. thought. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, and just really have a great rest of your day. 
know, yeah, thanks, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, very, very cool. Well, thanks again. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Um, Again, Matilly Perkins, uh, check her out. Check her out wherever you buy books and whatnot. And definitely uh, pick up Rickshaw Girl, and she's got many, many others as well. But I want also everyone on here to watch the movie, rickshawgirlmovie.com. You can go there. They have links to Facebook. We have them up also uh, to Instagram, the IMDb, all of that. Um, And definitely check it out. It is one of my favorites of the year so far. And I know the year just started, but it'll probably be. I can probably, I predict I'll be able to say that in December 31st of 2023 as well. It is a really, really good film. Awesome. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, a quick note, everybody who I I got a million uh, messages, DMs, that's what my wife calls them. Everybody messaged, I know I was a little vague about uh, our dog, Mayling is fine. She wasn't in an accident or anything. She just had some, uh, you know, she had some stuff. She had to go to the vet and to get taken care of. I was concerned because she had to go under anesthesia. She's okay. Thanks for everybody reaching out. Really appreciate, and all the prayers and all that, you know, really appreciate that. Um, yeah, she's good. She's good. Uh, very, very cool. Well, we will be back Thursday. We've got Rob uh, Chevelle, the fantastic uh, rock band Lit Soul, coming on on Thursday. So we, uh, details and the next week's shows are always on my website, um, www.poprocksradio.com, and you can check it out. Very, very cool. We'll see you next time, everybody. Bye. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli, Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, the Harry Hicks from Sverige, och ni listen to Pop Rocks Radio made Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio.